Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome Hi. to another episode of Bikini in the Brain. As always, I'm here with the lovely Ashley Kotwalser. Hello. Still getting off of her Olympia feels. Yes. I'm well, still motivated by the O. Yeah. And what I've noticed, Ashley, that your nails haven't made the transition out of oh. competition season yet. It right. looks They're kind of neutral, on? right? Oh, yeah. So where's the camera at? Oh, here? Yeah, if you follow oh. if you follow the podcast, you probably know what that means. That means I'm not done yet. You're not done yet. We ain't done yet. We're not mm -mm. done yet. Mm -mm. What's going on, Ashley? So um, I'm going to, you know what? The way I think of it is if I'm prepping for a show, you know, it takes effort to get contest ready. And for me personally, my body is able to maintain pretty dang easily. So I'm like, you know what? I got, I got some gas left in the tank, so let's go for some more, you know? Yeah. Um, it, It's funny, because, like, after Olympia, like, my mood changes completely, too, because I'm much more, like, relaxed, and it feels like everything's more, like, downhill from here, like, in a good way. Like, I've reached, like, getting up to the top is, like, you know, getting contest prep ready, and then at the top of the hill is, like, you know, the, the Olympia, yeah. and then everything else is just, like, a little bit more relaxing to me if that makes sense so when I say it's all downhill from here does does that mean a bad thing or a good thing because I think it could mean a bad no, thing it means like, a good thing yeah uphill is the hard part right but then somebody said oh it's all downhill from here like it just all goes to crap that's not what I mean I mean it's easier <laughs> it's easier from here like more mentally like relaxing and yeah I think it just turns into it it feels like it just turns into more fun again for you yes. versus like the Business, pressures yeah kinda, yeah so the weight has been lifted off my shoulders and I can just relax a little bit and I do plan on competing in these next few weeks. So I'll be, I'll be going to Hawaii this week, the oh. Sean Wayne Hawaiian, Hawaiian Classic. Yes. Yeah, and Adam's going to be there too in Kimber. So make sure you say hi if you're going there. So you've never been to Hawaii, right? I've never been to Hawaii. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I'm staying an extra couple days. Yes. Yes, while you, while you, you leave. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm going to try, try to relax a couple of days. We'll see. Yes. Yes. So after Hawaii, I'm going to the Japan Pro, which is cool because Hawaii is almost the halfway point to Japan. So it makes sense just for me to stay there and just finish the trip because I don't like sitting too long. I'm like, Ugh. so I'm glad that I just kind of cut the trip in half. So doing it in little chunks like that. Yeah. But um, I'm happy you're going to stay after. So you're going to make sure my workouts are on point for the Japan Pro show. And then uh, Sam's going to be meeting me in Japan. Yeah. Well, she's come to Hawaii first for a layover, but then we're, we're going to Japan together. So I'll have someone uh, to make sure that my workouts are getting accomplished and I'm good to go. So I'm so happy that I have um, you guys traveling with me. It wouldn't be as fun without you guys. Yeah, the Japan. So. I'm actually, I was bummed about Japan because that was my favorite place we've been to. Like by, a, not even, it's not even close. Like how much more fun that place is. Yeah, what I was my original plan was to go, but I had some family stuff come up on my um, in California, so unfortunately I won't be going to Japan. But Sam jumped in. She said, "Oh, I gotta go to Japan." Oh man, okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited that she could go though in in my place. It's uh, it'll be fun for her. You know, she works mm -hmm. really hard, so it deserves she deserves it. So absolutely. Every time I pass a family mart in Japan, I will think of you, <laughs> and I will do the jingle. So when we went to the Japan show in 2018. Every time we passed a family mart, I did the jingle 
And I made Adam do it with me for a while, and then Adam just got sick of it. I he didn't wouldn't know what participate. I was into. I and then, <laughs> and then I was doing it myself, and then Adam was getting really annoyed. He was like, "Okay," because there there's so many. Fa- there's one on every corner. Yeah. So we did this thing where, like, there's like there's a lot of family marts here. And Ashley was like, "Every time we pass it, I want to do that." Or she started seeing it, and she goes, "Every time I pass it, I'm going to do that." And then it became, we would take like 200 feet. And it'd be another one. I know. <laughs> like, and Adam was just like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> but the jingle goes, Family Mart, Family Mart. Let's all go to Family Mart. Hey. And I had a little <laughs> dance with it too. So I was like, Family Mart, Family Mart. She did it this way. <laughs> With the jazz hands the, at the at the end, yeah. hey. they're they're like double the amount of Seven Elevens, and it's a highly populated area. It was just everywhere. That was that shout was. out to Family Mart. <laughs> we had so you know what a funny story about Japan. So one of one of our favorite pastimes, definitely one of Ashley's favorite pastimes, is finding snacks and finding cool things. Like yes. we go to the like World Market or any of these cool stores or like a, a different country. St- food store, that type of thing, and find weird items that we try on or whatever. So uh, I went to Japan, and this is funny because I I was drinking these coffees, and it, the whole, and it was all, it's all in Japanese, so you don't know what it says, but the, the number was still, uh, it was like 40 or something. I think it was 40 in the whole thing, and it was like a milk, uh, a milk coffee, and it was like really good in these glass bottles. I was like, man, these are great. It's only 40 calories. I was drinking like three of them, four of them a day. I was like, worst case scenario, I can't read it. Like worst case scenario is like, you know, 10 carbs. I'm like, I'm cool with that. And, um, and then Ashley, like, I, I don't know, I must've been like four days in at four at each one for each day. And Ashley's like, was it? You're like, you know, that's, she's like, you know, that's per hundred grams, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? She's there was the bottles. I think were 500 grams or six. It was a, it was like five times the amount I thought it was. And I was so, I was so bad. It was like that, like that one time you accidentally drank real root beer. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's the for, worst. I did it for four days. It's like you wouldn't, you one. wouldn't, if you would have known it was that amount of calories, you wouldn't have had, like maybe one. Maybe. I don't think I would have had one. Yeah, it was a lot of it. Yeah, it, it's disappointing when you have the empty <laughs> calories. Like, why did I do that? Yeah, yeah. I've I've had a, I've had that happen before. Where just like you said, the the diet root beer, it tastes so much like regular root beer. I didn't even notice a difference, and I was three fourths of the way into that two liter, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is. <laughs> and even the labeling is the same. Like, yeah. well, not the same, but it's very similar. The diet root beer and regular A and W A and W root beer is the best, by the way. Diet get the diet. But, uh, yeah, I was like so disappointed in myself. And it was during that time too, where I was like having a really hard time losing weight. And I was like, Oh my God, I just wasted these calories. It could have been diet. Like what a waste of calories, all sugar, all freaking sugar. And I, and I was like, Oh my God, how much, how much cardio is that? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's funny. Cause like most other countries do it by per like hundred grams. Some of them do by 50 gram or something, but we're the only ones that like have Total. that weird yeah. maybe canada has it too like us i'm not sure but we have like the different uh, nutrition labels so i do like our nutrition label in terms of the total calories being there that's yeah. convenient yeah it is nice because uh doing math isn't uh as easy for some people yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but um yeah what you said about the snacks i loved those um zero calorie cognac jelly things remember those yeah those were good and I had, I had brought some home and then I was like addicted to them. And then I was like, oh, I mentioned it on like 
I want to say like what podcast or something. And this girl sent me like a whole box of them from Japan. I was like, oh my gosh. But you know what's funny about Japan is like the fish. Everything's like so fishy. Their snacks are fish flavored. Like it's like you can't escape the fish. <laughs> and I don't like seafood. I do not like seafood. But everything's like seafood over there. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Give me a chicken. Where's my chicken? And then we walked in. Remember we walked into the sushi bar and, and we we're trying to get like just an avocado roll for Ashley. <laughs> we're like, and it smelled so much like fish. I was just like, I, I can't do it in here. I can't do it. Here. Everything there was fish. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm going to miss out on that one. There's going to be some memories. I miss out on that. One. We're going to have fun in Hawaii though. Yes, we yeah. Will. We'll have some fun in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So you are, gosh, six days, six days away then. Yeah. Less than. Less than, right? I Saturday. Saturday. So, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, five yeah. days out. Five days out. So Yeah. I have not, not done cardio for over two weeks. Yeah. That's wow. a good thing about, that's a good thing about, you know, staying lean and prep. You know, Ashley didn't have a bunch of crazy cheats after the show. She's going to like jump in. There's like some people doing shows uh, still and they had a bunch of cheats for like two days and they went all the way back to the extreme, extreme methods that they were doing the last few weeks before the Olympia. And I'm like, you could just avoid that by keeping it clean, you know, you can have a snack, but like keep it clean. And then you're in the, your situation, you're not doing any cardio yet. So it's, right. I don't know. I never see the trade being worth it, especially if you know you're doing another show. The trade is just, doesn't seem like the, the hours of cardio and the hard dieting just doesn't seem worth a big meal. You know, it's not me, only but. that, but like if you're competing right after the unpredictability factor, like who knows how you're going to react after that food, who knows if you, the amount of cardio you're doing is going to even offset to where to put you back where you were before, you just don't know. Yeah. Um, but with that, I want to clarify too. It's not like I went right back to, to chicken and broccoli right yeah. after. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely, I had, I had went to the athlete gala right that night of the show and I enjoyed myself there a little bit, even had a, a roll. <laughs> <laughs> but I had some other things too. And then the next day, probably like 2,500 or 3,000 calories worth of just healthy snacks, I guess. I don't know. Hard to tell how much it was actually was, but I was right back to it on Monday. And then on Monday, I was really the not, well, I guess today's Monday, a week ago, I should say, yeah. a week ago from today, I was like really scrawny and lean. Adam thinks it has something to do with like the like stress factor. Like now that I'm less stressed, my body is like more responsive, I guess. It does seem like that. The yeah. Cortisol, I guess. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. People don't really know, like on a, there's never going to be data we can collect really that's like, oh, this is why, you know, you can't really put that together and like test people for it. But I just see it all the time. And I always talk about the, the, the most obvious one to me is why I always talk about it is the, uh, the CPAs I worked with, you know, I worked with CPA for some reason I was working with like three CPAs at once, four CPAs at once or something like that. And the, when the tax season came around, the, all of them, all of them unanimously just like almost stopped getting results for like a month during the, the heavy tax season where they're just working like 14 hours a day trying to get everyone's taxes in because no one, you know, no one fills, fills out their taxes till like the very end. They're like, yeah, I'm working 14 hour days. And, and they just all like froze. And I was like, that is so crazy. That just shows me a lot about, you know, stress and, and things like that. And then with you, you know, at the end for your Olympia prep, you know, we're, we're working pretty hard to get that last little bit off the last, the last couple of weeks. And then you come here and you get shredded when you're eating more. Right. And like, three, four days. So it, there's definitely something to it, whether that's, you know, just coincidence or, or it, it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I do think that stress management is a big part of it. I had, I had another client, um, who went, who did, who actually went to Hawaii. Um, and she knows who she is when I'm talking about her, but she was moving, she was moving, but it was slow. It was really slow. And she's, works a really stressful job. She went to Hawaii for a week, was eating a little bit off her diet. She did kind of did intuitive eating, 
uh, was trying to stay around the calories, but it wasn't calculated. And then all of a sudden she has these huge loss. And I'm like, what is, and I'm like, that just shows, you know, your stress of your, of your job is it does have a factor in it. She's like, I can't believe it's like this. And she did it again. Same thing happened. I was like, man. So yeah, so it does, it does make difference mm. uh, managing your stress and your life on, on your results too. But mm-hmm. yeah, you were, you were shredded. Last oh Monday. yeah. Monday. I was like, I feel so shredded and scrawny. And I'm like, I don't know how, because here's the thing too, that always makes me a little worried too, is like the few days leading up to the show. So the show was on a Saturday. So Friday and Saturday, you know, especially on show day, it's like carbs, fats, carbs, fats, carbs, fats, quick carbs, fats, carbs, fats. Why? Because we're not really, uh, it's not really going to make sense to eat like a steak and, and broccoli on show day. It's just going to sit in your stomach and it won't digest. It won't really do much for you except for make your waistline really uh, thick because it takes a long time for that to process. Uh, but on show day and um, even on, on Friday, it's mostly just carbs and fats so that your body can uh, well, for me, I, I like the fact that it uh, doesn't take up much room in my stomach. It can digest a lot easier than like protein and veggies, but also, um, you know, protein, if you're, if you're without protein for like a day and a half, it's not going to be like, Oh my God, I lost my gains. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like a pointless macro to have, um, especially since it's going to be hard to digest. So yeah, that, that always worries me too. Cause it's like, well, on show day, carbs and fats. Uh, until I got to the athlete gala, and then I had a huge salad and, and a lot of protein and stuff. But it always makes you wonder. I'm like, well, how is my body going to react a few days after with just carbs and fats? Like, am I going to rebound? Am I going to blow up? What's the deal? So luckily, I didn't seem to rebound much yeah. at all. Um, in fact, I just got really uh, shredded. So then Adam had me carbon up these last four days. Yeah, <laughs> Carbon up, no cardio. So... Yeah. And then, then today we checked in. I'm really happy with how you're looking. So yeah. I'm really, really happy with it. So yeah, it, it worked out. It's working out really well. It's mm-hmm. nice. You know, cardio, we're cardio free, you know, and everything's, everything's looking good. And, and that's the benefit of, of staying, you know, within range and just staying, mm-hmm. staying good after the, after the uh, show. So I think most people, that's the hardest, that's the hardest part is right after the show. Cause all your friends and family and everyone's there. Um, and everyone just wants to just eat everything that they see. And as soon mm-hmm. as you turn it on and you say, okay, then it just becomes, you know, nonstop, you know, just a right. nonstop thing. Absolutely. But I like the, uh, the, you know what, the athlete gala, I don't think anyone knows what we're talking about with the athlete gala or a lot of people don't, but when you get to the Olympia or if you buy the, like the ultra VIP experience, I think it is, I don't know what, what it is, but after the show, after the Olympia, they have this thing called an athlete gala. It's basically a, a, a nice dinner. Um, it's like buffet style, but they always have really good food at these athlete galas. And it's fun. And you just sit with like, uh, just, it's like an open table. So you just kind of sit randomly with people and you get to meet people, see people. Uh, it, it's always a fun time. And it's something that every like person who gets the Olympia, you should experience it after the show. It's just a fun time. And, um, like, uh, we, we were sitting down and then Ryan Terry came and he was sitting at, going to sit at our table and then he had like his medal on and everyone's like running. We're taking pictures with him and everyone, it's just a fun, it's just a fun thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Yeah. Their meals this year were like island themed or something, but it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And they had like healthy options. I didn't really go for any like dessert or anything, which I get asked all the time. Like, how do you, if you're competing again soon, like, how do you do that? And honestly, what's most important is that diet. It's, you know, I did not work out the day after the show. I was like a zombie after I was like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) But, uh, it's your body isn't going, you're going to have more, how do I say it? There's going to be more detriment to your body than going off your diet for a few days rather than missing your workout for a few days. Uh, it's going to take a toll, more of a toll, right? So that's the key to it is just not going crazy after a show, you know? Just um, think of like, you know what? I, um, 
I have a goal to make and uh, I don't want to go too crazy on my diet. You can, you know, you can have a nice hearty salad and maybe something else, a protein bar or whatever. Like you don't have to like go right back to the like, oh my gosh, chicken broccoli kind of thing. But, you know, within reason. And you also have to know how your body responds. Like I would say this, if you're already in a position where you're, you were too soft at that show, you probably shouldn't go too, too far off of what you're eating to get yourself lean anyway. Like for me, they did say I was like 1% too lean. So I guess I had like a little bit more room to, to do that. But it's also, you know what I always tell people too, it's also really, so your post-show diet and we can go into a little bit of post-show dieting. I like that how we're, this is great because we usually use like a real, real example and, <laughs> and, and how you're going to approach things. So um, your post-show diet, so right after the show, you have a couple options. And this is what I generally will tell people to do. You know, when you, there's, there's a lot of options here, but let's say you're someone who needs to put on a good amount of muscle to be competitive. Now, Ashley's feedback was not that. Ashley was like, they're like they didn't say anything about muscle, really. They were just like, you look great. It was just conditioning related, if anything. So um, the good thing about that is she doesn't need to worry about putting on a ton of muscle. So if you're in that position, yeah, you can compete all the time. No problem. Keep going, jump into shows. If you are someone who needs to put on a good amount of muscle, I would say do a show like when you get in shape, you know, and you, if you want to keep competing after that first show, then yeah, keep doing a few shows after that while you're in shape, like Ashley's in shape. She's like, I'm not going to waste all this hard work. I want to do a bunch of shows. It's fun and um, great. And, and for her, she could just keep doing that because she's already has the muscle that they want. If you're someone who doesn't have the muscle they want, do a few shows, you know, do them in a cluster and then spend the rest of the season, you know, building because you, you do still need to build. And yes, you can grow while you're competing show to show, but it's going to be somewhat limited um, based on, you know, you always dieting and cardioing and doing peak weeks and things like that. Ashley's not growing during peak weeks for sure. That week is like relaxed, not work out as hard, you know, that type of thing. So the, the more you, so you just have to look at it situationally. And then the other thing you have to look at situationally is what did it take for you to get in shape? So some, sometimes I would say it happens to right around like 10% of my clients, they'll get in really good shape fast. And then we're just kind of eating into the show at a certain point, like three weeks out, we start eating into the show, which is awesome. If we can get there, it's not a huge percentage of people, but it, it happens. If you're that person, then yeah, your post-show diet and your post-show treats really opens up because you're already eating high calories. So it's not like you're going to have this big rebound from eating 50% more calories because 50% more calories to them is like a lot of calories. But if you're someone who had to grind into prep and you're eating, you say, let's say a thousand calories and you're doing two hours of cardio to, to get in shape, your options of, of is going to be a lot more limited because your body's a lot more susceptible to just gaining body fat back and storing it back really quickly. So everything changes based on your situation of like, okay, how am I going to attack this post-show meal and these post-show days and the post-show season and whatnot. So everything's like very person dependent. So um, in your scenario, it's perfect. Yeah, you could have probably eaten more. And you, actually, we, we know you could have eaten more because of how you looked on Monday. And then um, and then you don't need to be, you know, going into this crazy long off season to grow because they didn't say anything about that. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a great situation, especially for someone like you who wants to compete a lot. Absolutely. You know, I just, I'm having so much fun with it. I, I enjoy every show. But there's a few reasons why I am competing um, after the, the Olympia. So um, I don't expect you guys to know uh, because I can't assume everyone like listened to the previous podcast. So I'm just going to, um, I'm just going to repeat a few things in case this is, um, your, maybe your first episode or you just didn't catch the last one. Anyway, um, a few things that I do want to like fix, I guess, 
And from the judges' feedback, they did say I came in 1% too lean, which is like like we went over. I, I did make a YouTube video about it, about the judges' feedback. If you want to check it out, it's on my YouTube channel, Ashley Kaltwasser. Um, but we talked about like how they said I was like maybe 1% too lean. And I agree. Um, and we also discussed that like for me, they do like me a little bit leaner. So even with that 1% too lean is still leaner than the other girls at yeah. the, in the first call out anyway. Um, but as far as like the, the entire show, probably in the middle of the pack, as far as conditioning, which is, you know, kind of cool where, where I want to be. But, um, basically what I'm saying is I do look a little bit better leaner, but maybe I push the conditioning a little bit too much. Um, so that, that can be fixed. And also the stage IQ stuff, the way I was positioned in the line, I should have tilted my hips a little more profile in some of the poses. That's something that I'm like, Oh my God, it's a silly thing. And it wouldn't have made a difference. Um, but it's like one of those, like, ah, I should have known better. Like I want to fix that too. And there was like one like transition thing that I need to fix, like a few things that I kind of just want to fix a little bit. So, um, that is one reason. Another reason is because, Hey, I'm already in shape. It's easier for me to maintain. As you can see, I didn't do any cardio for over two weeks. Last cardio I did was like that 10K race like over two weeks ago. So no cardio. I, I'm not really having cravings or anything like that. My body's holding up pretty well. That's another reason. So I'm going to make the most of my conditioning at this point because once I get off that, you know, it's going to be get off the conditioning um, look, I guess. I can then, how do I say, I'll get a little softer and it's not as easy for me to get lean again. Um, so I'm, I'm going to make the most of my conditioning, my, my, you know, my in shapeness, if you will. And then, um, as I mentioned as well, I'm getting eye surgery at the end of December, early January. So I kind of want to get it out of my system. I want to like kind of purposely exhaust myself a little bit so that I'm like not regretting not doing the Arnold because I can't, I'm not putting in for the Arnold this year because I don't know if I'll be recovered in time and the contract and stuff is due months ahead of time. So there's no way for me to know or predict how fast I'm going to recover. And I just don't want to commit to something that I'm going to have to drop out of because unlike other shows, um, the Arnold and the Olympia, you have to turn in your contract months ahead of time. With other shows, it's like you turn it in a week ahead of time, but not for these two shows. So it's kind of risky for me to commit to a big show and then I get accepted, I get put on the list and then I figure out like, okay, I'm not recovered and then I have to drop out. That has happened before in, two th- what was it, 2020? Uh, no, 2020 when I got it done. My oh, you're right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it was 2020. Yeah, that did happen to me before. I thought I was going to be recovered in time, so I already committed. So for me, I, it looks bad to drop out. I don't want to commit some commit to something and then drop out. So I'm going to take a really long off season, I guess. So in order for me to feel like I like got it out of my system, I kind of want to do these shows and travel. And especially with the travel to Japan, that's going to really exhaust me. So yeah. I know it sounds silly, but by the end of Japan, when I come home, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm, I, I need to rest. I need my off season, getting my eye surgery and everything like that so that I can see single instead of double. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's those are all good reasons, especially the I'm very happy about you doing your eye surgery, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, who knows how that's gonna, you know, help you out with it and things. Maybe. I know I know just like even just cardio and things, just people I don't yeah. think people get it. Like running on a treadmill is like, you know, and you're seeing two, it's it's it, can be difficult. it does make you 
little yeah, tired. You're a no excuses girl, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bang on it because you're uh, Ashley. Is so so um, she never wants pity. She never wants yeah, pity. She never wants excuses. So every time I say it, I'm just like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> beat up beat up on it because I know you're gonna power through it either way. Yeah. Uh, but I could see how that would be how that would be. So a lot of people just say like I can't do it. Like I can't. They would drop out. But that's awesome that you don't. And I'm not. I'll leave it there. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get that. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that I got it done before, and I had two eyes done. This time it's just one eye, and it's it's um. For sure, business esthotopia. It's not LASIK, and I always have to say that because everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, I got LASIK. I was I was good to go in two two days." It's not the same thing. <laughs> I get I gotta get put under. They gotta cut my eye muscles and stuff. Um, but luckily, it's only one eye this time, um, so I don't know how fast the recovery is. But about to take that long off season. Everyone's begging me to take. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Maybe it will help. Maybe um, it does suck though, because like past this laptop is everything's double. So. Unless I look down. If I look down, it's single. So yeah. that's why I'm always looking down and then like not making eye contact too. Like, cause sometimes if somebody's far away enough, I'd, I'd rather just look down rather than make eye contact. Cause I see two of them and it makes me like dizzy. Like, ah. and mess, messes with my depth, depth perception where I am in space and on stage too. If the stage lighting is kind of dim, that's not good. Or strobe lights. <laughs> this yeah. is bad. Really bright expo light is pretty good for my eyes, though. But anyway, um, yeah, just like you said, don't pity me. Listen, we all have our things, and I'm lucky this isn't like a health thing. It's not like affecting my health. It's just like a an annoyance. Yeah. It's not like something – like if I never got it fixed, I'll still be healthy, whatever. It's just an annoyance. It's nothing that's like – you know, some people have it a lot worse, and they have – medical conditions and things like that. So I'm happy it's just an eyeball thing. Yeah. You know, we all have our things and I'm glad mine's just an eyeball. Yeah. You've been, you've been surprisingly besides that, uh, pretty much injury free. You had a, you know, even when you had that knee thing, it was just like, you know, it hurt, but it wasn't like, Oh, my knees, my I tore my ACL, you know, for, for doing the sport that you do, which is awesome. Cause bodybuilding, we always talk about it. Bodybuilding is probably one of the better sports for injuries, right? It's like not, it doesn't happen too often, especially in like the bikini world. So yeah, you've been, you've been doing great, but, uh, even with all the, all the workouts that you do, all the cardio you do, everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's awesome. Absolutely. Um, so, and guys, we're doing these, um, this YouTube live. So if you guys are, um, have any questions about what we're talking about off seasons and kind of going into the off season, doing the last shows, feel free to, to shoot those in the comments and we'll get to those too. It, it, uh, uh, we want to, want to make sure to always answer a couple questions when we're live mm-hmm. and, um, but yeah, jumping back into, um, Hawaii and Japan. Ashley, you're super excited about it. I am excited. You've you've done the well. Obviously, you've done the Japan show. You did you did the Hawaii show before? No, you never nope. did the Hawaii show uh. because la- I wanted to, but it's always been kind of like inconvenient timing where where it was like a few weeks before the Olympia instead of oh, after. Right. So that's I right. didn't want to do a show that was like right before the Olympia. I, you know, so this one's a perfect timing one, and I like that it's halfway to Japan. And to be honest, like a crazy part of me, Adam is just like. What if I went on just to do Taiwan? But it's going to be so hard. Like, I'm going to be so traveled out by then. But it's such, like, an easy flight from Japan to Taiwan. And it's, like, a, like, like I th- want to say, like, a, just a few, like, four hours maybe at max direct flight. I'm like, dude, so close. But <laughs> that sometimes I just get overly excited and I'm, I'm saying this before the jet lag kicks in. You realize that. So a part of me is like, oh, I want to. But then another part of me is like, there's no way. There's like, after being away from home that long too, it's like a little difficult. It's like, oh, yeah, on the road. But, you know, we'll see. There's still that 0.0 
zero zero five percent chance. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's higher Very than that, small. but we'll see. We'll see how you feel after Japan. That's a that's a tough ass three in a row. The three thing is, is too yeah. is like you said, see after Japan. By then, I would have to know because like oh, the yeah. flights, like yeah, you know, that's an an expensive flight from Japan to here, and I'd have to like basically cancel it if it's less than twenty four hours. And I don't know. I think I don't know. We'll see how things go. I I just. I think it's just my motivation talking right now and how excited I am. And then when I get there and I'm tired, I'm like, oh, my God, jet lag. And I'll be like, okay, I'm ready to go after this one. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be fun. It would be fun. Are you going to do any, Do you have any plans of doing anything in um, Japan, at, like, before or after the show, like like last time we did? No. Probably the, like, the Family Mart jingles. <laughs> we, we went to I went to my favorite, it's still my favorite dining experience, I think, ever. Um, there might be one up there. There was one at Gordon Ramsay's in Vegas that was pretty 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 much there but uh the the alice in wonderland restaurant we went to yeah that was so fun so there's this restaurant yeah there's this restaurant in japan it's like an alice in wonderland theme and you're like it's really cool it's it's cool on the inside and then all the all the waitresses they are um alice they're dressed as alice and they're all you know obviously japanese and they're just like the the cutest like waitresses ever all dressed in it and she's like she's like hello my name's alice and your name's alice <laughs> it was like it was like the cutest thing and it was just like a really fun place i was wearing was i wearing the hat i forget who, was i wearing the they gave I you cannot remember yeah you dress they give you like clothes to dress up in so you're like the characters in this thing so one of my favorite like traveling experiences was that that they had this um they had this i couldn't do it because you needed a uh i guess a european license but i tried to do it uh, at the time they had a mario kart go-kart adventure in japan and i was it was so cool i kept seeing them and i tried to do it like it was like one of the times where you're in the hotel i just went there and tried to do it but you needed a uh like a european license or something it was like i didn't have the right the right stuff for it but um yeah you dress up they do the same thing you dress up as mario luigi whoever and you go and you'd race go-karts in the street of tokyo it was it was pretty uh pretty epic but apparently they uh they got shut down by nintendo or something so oh. i guess they're not doing it because they didn't have the right what licenses to do that poopers. i guess yeah. that's it's a pretty big thing to do to not have the licenses <laughs> like you probably shouldn't try that yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i wish i would have done it before i was still around don't forget the cat cafe too the oh cat cafe. yeah the cat cafe i loved that one. we had some fun some fun overseas is fun you know it's a, there's fun things to do she uh we went to the cat cafe where there's just a bunch of cats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like a bunch of cats rolling you buy around. buy treats and stuff. Right? Yeah. And you buy these like little popsicles. They're like, I don't know, a dollar or whatever. They were super cheap. You give them the cats and they're like lick them. But I had this one. I kept getting that same cat kept coming to me. I bought like three or four of them because the cat, the cat kept running to me. And she'd run to me. And I was like almost trying to get it away from her at the point. But she was like too good. Or he was too good. I don't know. And it wouldn't lick the thing it would just bite it and run off and it would bite the whole thing but all the other cats would just go and they take their licks and all of them would come and take their licks it was pretty, and then that one cat would always sneak in and bite it and run it was pretty funny they were they're experienced they're they're off-season cat yeah. off-season cat yeah. <laughs> yeah they're very well fed these cats. <laughs> cat. so but. just it you know it's cool too well it's not cool it's kind of strange so from my flight to hawaii to japan i'm time warping my birthday so like the 22nd November, I'm literally time warping. So I leave on the 21st and I get back um, the 22nd at like 10 p.m. or something, something like that. So two hours of my actual birthday, but I'm time warping. Yeah. I'm time warping through my birthday. <laughs> be like yeah that's two hours that's, a, that's, that's so crazy. Yeah. How that, how that worked out. You, you know, what's funny is you've, 
I, you always, you've always, not always, but many times over the last few years, you spent your birthday on a plane and Thanksgiving we've spent like on a plane. I'm missing uh, all the holidays. We, like, well, except for Christmas. Yeah. But even ha- Halloween, we were in Orlando. Yeah. So I'm Orlando and then Thanksgiving I'm going to miss because I'm in Japan or something. Somewhere I'll be birthday and flying. Yeah. Time warping that's in the, the air. That's the, the competitor life that people don't, don't see that Just part of it. Day. Yeah, that's the competitor life that I, people... I would love to compete on my birthday. That's, you know... Yeah, well, I'm not competing on my birthday, but it's a good present to me. I like to compete, so... Um, somebody wanted to know where it is in Japan. Um, it's Tokyo, and it's called the Japan Pro Show. So. Yeah, it's actually a really good production. And it, uh-huh. I will say... I will say this, and it's, you know, not a bash on Americans or anything like that, but the way that other countries appreciate bodybuilders is totally different than America. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just so common out here. Maybe that's the reason, but in other countries, it's like a... It's it's crazy how different it is and how much they appreciate bodies. It's probably because they just don't have as many. I don't know. I can't really figure it out. But I mean, you'll see these guys come back like when um, Hottie or Rami came back from his from their in their country. It was like a they had like trucks or buses and they did like a home parade and everyone's out on the streets and waving to them. Japan's not as it wasn't as crazy, but it was pretty crazy. Like you, we needed in Japan uh, security to take us through everyone to like there was like. Uh, four security guards like walking you through and there's everyone's out with their phones and taking pictures it was just it was a fun experience as a, as an athlete I think that everyone needs to experience this and it was you know it was pretty much like all the athletes were just getting treated like that all the fans were just super excited it was just a fun it's a fun thing so if you're if you're an athlete um that's a fun show that's a fun show to do so mm-hmm, absolutely I I love that the sport has given me opportunities to go to all these cool places because it's like how would I get there any other way why would I go there any other way this sport has like I've traveled to so many cool places so many cool places like places I'm just like I never thought possible like you know so it's I think that is something to consider too is like when you become a pro I mean, I guess you could do it as an amateur too, but you know, there's so many cool shows all over the place and you get the, the chance to choose where you want to go. Um, you know, so I think that's something that gets overlooked when someone turns pro cause they think very like, Oh, what's in my state or what's in the next state, but there's a whole world of shows out there. And one of the that's one of the deciding factors of what I choose in a show like the location is a cool thing like is this going to be like a little vacation for me or like can I go to some place that I love or haven't been to before get a new stamp in my passport like that's a fun thing for me so a lot of people wonder why do I choose certain shows sometimes it is because of convenience you know like when they're here in uh in Las Vegas, it's like, why not? Sometimes it has great memories, like the Denver Mile High show. I will probably always do that show. That was my comeback show back back in 2018. And that was like the first show we did together. And uh, we used to be based in Colorado, or yeah. Team Elite Physique, I should say. Used to be based in Colorado. So you have like a lot of like memories tied to that. So there's shows that I love doing for the memories. And I want to revisit those memories. Some shows I like to do because they're convenient and they make sense with my schedule. Some shows I like to do for the experience, like Japan. Oh my gosh, of course. So there's so many like different reasons that I compete in the in the shows that I do. But um, yeah, I think it's just such a cool opportunity for me to to travel and see the world. Yeah, and you know what? One thing I will say too, um, which is kind of well, it's going to be for everyone, but for our athletes specifically is. Um, Sam was in Colorado this weekend and talked to Jeff Taylor and Jeff Taylor um, is going to be doing, you know, obviously the mile high again next year. 
which we'll be at, but we're going to make that one of our team shows uh, next year. But we're also going to do a seminar at the venue um, at some point before the show actually happens. So probably on either Friday or Thursday. I'm not sure yet of that, but it's going to be like a big thing and a big team event. So if you guys are looking to do a show, Denver is a beautiful and I guess that show is going to be close to the airport, too, in Denver this oh, year. They moved, Yeah, he moved the, the venue. So we're going to do a whole thing. Um, Angels is going to be there, too. So we're going to do a whole thing if you guys are looking for shows to do and, or maybe want to come out and, and go to a posing seminar with me and Ash. Um, that is going to be happening in, in Denver. I guess I'm just I'm going to have to ask if you want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> no, just no I already you. talked to, uh, to Sam about it. Yeah, oh, cool. I, of course. I okay, want to. cool. Yeah, so and, and then be fun. we're going to have. Um, the, so, yeah, that's the thing about the sport is it really brings a community like you're talking about. Like I had so many friends that, that, um, that I've just met over the years and I don't, it's a, the thing is I kind of just sit in my office. I talk to you and Sam and Courtney and like whoever's here, Tori here. And I, and I just don't get out that much, but the, the community when I'm at shows, I meet so many people and make so many friends and acquaintances. Like all my friends are from competition, you know, and I've seen so many people like me and even people get married because of it and just have lifelong best friends because of it. And so that's something I really want to um, push and, and, and have like that more of that team environment and that, and that really just like a community environment more than anything to just you competing. Cause it's a lonely sport. Um, and so I'll be going over that soon, but I did, I kind of talked about it. We just got that house too. I want to talk about that a little bit. We got the, we got another house right next to the prep center. It's almost done being, um, being redone. It's actually, there's, there's plumbers fixing everything right now. Uh, it'll be done by the end of next week. And we're going to have a lot of team shows for our team in Las Vegas. So pretty much, I mean, almost every Las Vegas show will be a team show. We'll announce which ones, but that you guys can come out, meet with your team. You could come out on Thursday and stay at the the prep house for free um, with a bunch of the athletes, as long as you're on the team, of course. And, um, you know, just have those memories and stay till Sunday and have fun in Las Vegas after that. And I want to really like, you know, make this more fun and, and fun for everyone. Like, yeah, you're having a blast to a lot of people. Vegas is a blast because they, you know, it's such a cool city. Vegas has been a cool city. It's still a cool city to me, the stuff we get to do. Yeah. So yeah, the memories of it, you know, the memories of, of this, when this all ends, I'm going to look back on it as the happiest time of my life. Like no doubt there's mm -hmm. nothing I've done. Even all the hockey stuff I did, it was nothing like this. You know, it was, it was, it was never this, it was never this fun, you know? So, um, yeah, it's just a, it's a great thing if you do it right. But if you sit in the gym by yourself and, you know, you, you go to your show in your own, in your own hotel and you just sit there and you go back and it's like in your home city, you don't really get the same, like, you know, that same fun experience. So I'm trying to make it where it's more cost effective and fun and team environment stuff. And that's something I really want to do for next year too. So we'll be announcing that list pretty soon here. Absolutely. When that list does come out, like I didn't see, I don't know if how many shows are on the NPC next year list. I don't know when it gets released, but I'm looking forward to the IFBB list. Yeah. Cause I'll be like, Ooh, I want to do this one. I want to do this one. I want to do this one. Yeah. So I, that's like so exciting for me when I, when I get to kind of, see my shows for next year. It's got to make sure I catch you in the right mood. It's a, it's, it'll be a good timing if it comes out after Japan where you're a little tired, because if you're super energetic, you're going to be like, the list will be like, you know. <laughs> I mean, I've been feeling so much more at ease after Olympia. Yeah. Do you notice my personality changes? Yeah, I'm much, of course I do. I'm not as uptight. <laughs> I'm more like chill. Yeah. I'm more chill. It's, it's me. <laughs> it's me too. Uh, Kipper told me that it was me too. So she yeah. was like, like before the Olympia, I'm like, I told her, I think it was like six weeks before the Olympia. I was like, Hey, just, you know, like if I'm like looking like I'm stressed or upset, I'm not, I'm just like, you know, it's, it's the Olympia. She's like, I know you're already like that. <laughs> I was like, okay, just so you know, I'm not mad at you. Like, it's not like I'm just harboring anger towards you and just not being vocal about it. I, I, 
I'm just in my in my head. She's like, yeah, I know it's coming. You're already doing it. I was like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Poor girl. I was going to live like that for two months of her life for the next, you know, probably like, she's how many more years of this? I have 40 more years of this. <laughs> do you feel, do you feel the same way during the time of the Arnold? Um, the Arnold is a little, is less than the Olympia. Um, the Arnold is a little less than the Olympia, but it's, it's situational too. If, if you guys are on pace, it's a lot different than if you're behind or something. That's when things get really, yeah. And I have to be good in here and not show you guys that I'm having that in my head. Right. And then I leave here and it's like, it weighs on me like, oh man, yeah. like, am I doing this? Is everything right? Is everything lined up? Right. Is there anything else we could do? You know, or is it, and then you got to worry about, you know, burning someone out too. You're like, okay. You know, so there's like, yeah, it's, it's just a not, you know, and it's like, if you do this, you wake up going thinking about it, you go to sleep thinking about it. It just never turns off. I, I don't ever know if it, if it ever turns off, you know, it's just something you're always thinking about. That's the only, that's the only reason I like, like boxing so much. Cause like you, you can't physically think about anything else or you're going to get punched in the face, you know? So <laughs> it's like, you just, you just, you know, it's like, I could clear my mind. It's so nice, you know, but right. even in the gym and when I'm working out, I just still think about it, you know? So it's, especially around the Olympia, it's like two months of it. Yeah. Well, so. you have one less stress person, one less stressor this time since yeah. I'm not competing at the Arnold. So <laughs> maybe Phoebe is, we'll see, but like, one less one to yeah. worry about. Well, I'm yeah. going to get FOMO so bad. That whole yeah. week of the Arnold, I'm just not even going to like look at my phone. That's the one, like, oh, I'm so salty. I'm not here. The one thing <laughs> that I'll say Ashley does does get is the FOMO. Like if there's a show where she was like thinking about doing it, she ended up not doing she it. She's like, like should have done, done that show. <laughs> like, dang, I look good right now. I should have just done it. <laughs> so, all right. Any more questions we have here? I think that was, that's it. Everything that, that we're going to do. Um, So next week. Uh, oh next, yeah, next week. Yeah, next week. So what I'm gonna do is um, because Ashley is gonna be in Japan, so we won't be doing a no. Are we be in Hawaii no, still? I'll be in Hawaii. Hawaii still. Yes, you will. So with next week, Ashley won't be here for a, a podcast. So, but I will be. Wait, no, you'll be in Hawaii too, Adam. On Monday. Yeah. Am I? Uh, Kimber books all this stuff. You yes. guys book all my. So I'm terrible at this. So, so you leave on Friday. I leave on Thursday. Oh. You're staying till the 24th in Hawaii or something. Oh. Like the 20 se- 23rd or 24th. I'll do, I'll do something and I'll throw something in Hawaii. Yeah, I, uh, I offered oh, to do it. it with you and well, you're like, I'll just do it. No, I thought I was thinking Japan. Japan. That's yeah, what it was. you're going to have to Japan. do it on. I don't even know if you'll be back in time on Monday from Okay. Maybe we'll do like a, like a quick Q&A or something on, uh, on Monday or something after the. Okay. After the show. I'm down. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. We'll do that. So the next Monday, I'll probably That's do something. That's a good Q&A. We'll yeah. have to put it up on our Instagram. But if you guys want to ask questions in the comments, let us know for the Q&A. Yeah. So you see, you guys know behind the scenes, Ashley, Kimber, and Sam all do all like my booking and scheduling because I'm so bad at it. Yeah, I won't are. book it till. Yeah. I'm terrible. You can't be so last minute with things. I know. I know. And I'm I'll the be- opposite. I'm like, if I know my schedule, I'm booking it today. Yeah. And Ashley's just like, want me to book it? I'm like, yeah, just book it. I'll just give you the money. <laughs> like, so everyone books my stuff and just tells me where to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just can't, I just got too many other things. I just, but thank you guys for doing that. I really do appreciate it. But everyone knows my schedule. So um, anyway, guys, with that, thank you guys so much for everything, for the support. And um, I guess next week we'll be, we'll be talking about this with, with Lazon and, and, yeah. and flowers. And, and, a, and a leftover spray tan. Yeah. A, a leftover spray tan and coming off of a big luau. This be, this be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> Roasting, for Hawaii. We're going to roast a pig in the background, <laughs> get a fire going, you know? Yeah. It might be totally different, totally different people. I bought a, I bought a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, you can just do that. Why didn't you just buy it in Hawaii? Oh, it would be more a, authentic. That was and a big miss. There's so many of them. Like you go, it's crazy how many Hawaiian shirts they have. Like even at like gas stations, they have it. Really? Yeah. 
What are you thinking of? I didn't think that through. You're right. It's not authentic. I bought it on Amazon. <laughs> it's from China and Amazon. You know what I mean? It was that from Hawaii. So, all right, guys. <laughs> a rambling episode at the end here. Thank you guys so much. We will talk to you later.